And tonight we're going to talk about Elohim, Shama. And that means the God who hears. We're going to talk a little bit about your faith tonight and your prayer life. Uh, that's something a little tough for a lot of people because majority of Christians don't even pray. Or when they pray, they ask God for something when they're in trouble. Or when they're sick. Or when they have a family member sick. But they never seek God. They never stop and press through in prayer and say, God, I need you. And make their requests with a broken and a contrite heart. They'll never go to God that way anymore. The church has gotten real lazy. And I'm necessarily just talking about us. I'm talking about the church in general. We forgot how to talk to God. We forgot how to, how to go to God with our needs and our, 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 our prayers. If God don't answer us right away, then we, we think God's not hearing us. We think God is... Slack, and he, he, God don't know what I'm going through. Why God don't do this, and why God don't answer my prayers? Oh, he will. But you're going to have to believe him. Remember, God don't work in your time. God, there's nothing God wants to do for you tonight that's, that's bad. God wants to give you a, a prosperous life, an abundant life. And what he wants to give you is much more than what man can give you. He wants to carry you all the way to eternity. Amen? I said he wants to carry you all the way to eternity where there is no end. God is always there. He's there to take care of us. He loves us and he hears us when we pray. The children of Israel were in Egypt and they were groaning and, and moaning and, 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 and all. I didn't blame them. They were on, on, in slaves. They were under persecution on the uh, Pharaoh. They, they didn't get up at 6 or 7 o'clock like me and you to go to work. They started work way earlier than that. They worked as slaves. They were denied things. They were, they were suffering under persecution. And God heard the groaning of the Israelites. And I'm going to read you a little verse out of Exodus. You don't have to turn there. Exodus chapter 2, verse 24. God heard their groaning and remembered his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Now God hears you when you're hurting. God knows the pain you're feeling. God knows what you're going through. And God is not going to do without answering you. Come on, somebody. I don't know about you, but I've groaned a lot to God. I've, I've, I've moaned a lot to God. I've, God, don't you see I'm suffering? Don't you see what I'm going through, God? Why don't you do something? But I have a covenant through his son, Jesus Christ. That anything I ask the Father in His name, He'll do it. As long as I believe and serve Him. As long as I put my faith in what He said in His Word. We can't, go, we can't ask God for anything and expect anything if we're not going to believe the Lord. Faith comes by hearing. I said faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the Word of God. In James it says, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Don't think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. My Lord, I don't know if you're getting this tonight, praise God. I said a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Don't think he's going to receive anything of the Lord. If you can't believe the Lord in faith, you're not going to receive of the Lord. Elohim, Shama, the God hears. The God who hears. God knows your requests. God knows your prayers. He knows what you need of. And my God is a powerful God. God can do anything he wants to do, and he's going to do it in his time. 
I believe it's the will of God to heal you when you're sick. I believe it's the will of God when you need a financial blessing, God will send it your way. I believe you, it's the will of God to save your children. Come on, somebody. Those are, those are good complaints. Those are good requests. That's the faithful God we serve. He's never going to, oh my Lord, he's never slack concerning his promises. He's always ready to hear us when we pray. Hallelujah. How's that song that we sing a lot of? Uh, uh, Cast thy burdens upon the Lord. He shall sustain you. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. As for me, I will call upon God, and the Lord shall save me. Evening and morning, afternoon when I pray, cry aloud. He shall hear my voice. Thank God for the, the answering prayer, uh, hearing prayer, answering God. <laughs> I think I came out right. <laughs> God answers prayer. God hears us when we pray. How many have something you need from the Lord? I mean, don't lie. Everybody in this building has something they need from the Lord. How long have you been crying and asking God for it? God has a promise that he'll answer that. Come on, somebody. Oh, I don't think God's in a selfish answer in prayer business where you say, well, God, I want this, and I want a Cadillac. I want a brand new house. I want this. I want a lot of money. That's not what I'm talking about. It's hearts that cry out to the Lord, hearts that seek God's heart, hearts that seek God for answers. God wants to answer your prayers tonight. Amen? God wants you to believe him tonight. God's not slack. Concerning his promises, some men count slackness. God is always ready to answer prayer. Psalms 17.6, you don't have to turn there, I'm going to read it. I have called upon you, for, for you will, uh, will hear me. Oh God, this is David writing this. Incline your ears to me and hear my speech. I have called upon you, for you will hear me. Who's he? God. David had confidence that God was more than able to answer his requests, that prayer was going to be made to him. Listen, I'm, I'm going to share some with you. I, and I, and as, as a minister and as, as a Christian, so, for so long we've lacked seeking God. I've seen it. I've seen people defeated. I've seen people fall. And they sit and they say, God, why, why, why? And I'm going to tell you why, because nobody has sought him. Listen, this is not a wish answering God. Come on, somebody. God don't answer wishes. He answers prayers. He answers requests made to his, from his children. If we're not going to seek him tonight, you won't get an answered prayer. Amen? We have to put our hearts in. And he hears us when we pray. He hears our speech. God is a living God, a powerful being. Amen. Like I told somebody the other day, I said, you, you don't know who this thing is we call God. The power he possesses, the glory he possesses. We know him as a mighty God, a mighty creator. And we know him, but then sometimes we forget that he's a, a loving God, a God that wants to answer you when you pray. See, we can't, we, see, if we only see him as the mighty power of great God, and he is, we lose, we lose sight of, well, maybe he's too powerful to hear what I want or hear my request. 
Maybe you don't even want to notice me. What manner of love has the Father bestowed upon us, the Bible says, that we should even be called the sons of God? What are we that we should even be called God's children? Why would he even mess with us in the first place? Because he loved us. He sent his son to die on that cross that we can get saved and, and, and fellowship with him and live with him one day in glory. Psalms 86 verse 7 says, In the day of my trouble. Who has trouble? <laughs> In the day of my trouble, I will call upon you, for you will answer me. Ah. He said, I will call upon you in the day of my trouble, and you will answer me. God is going to answer you. How many seeking God for something tonight? Praise God. And we need to realize that it's not by unbelief that we're going to get answers. It's not, it's not by wishing for something. Or maybe God might do it. It's to know that he'll answer you. It's to know in faith that he'll answer you. My God is an answering prayer God. Amen. And that's what he does. He wants to bless his children. He wants to answer us. But in my trouble, like he said, I will call upon you and you will answer me. Not you might answer me or maybe you might answer me. You will answer me. Psalms 145 verse 18 says, The Lord is nigh unto them that, are, that call upon him, to all that call upon him in truth. See, God's not going to answer lies. God answers in truth. See, God's not interested in, 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 in man-made religion, which produces nothing but lies and, and false hope and false traditions. God only answers in truth. You got to pray in the truth. You got to pray in spirit and truth. You got to come to the Lord knowing that you have to enter into his presence in truth. What does that mean to answer? To know that he's, he's, his word is true. To know that he's, he's exactly what he said he was. And to say his word will come to pass. Not doubting in your heart. You got to know that God is true. And every man is a liar. You can't enter into God doubting him. You're not going to come before the Lord with doubt and unbelief and expect him to get an answer for you. Or give you an answer. It's going to be in truth. You got to believe that he is. And he's a reward of them that what? That diligently seek him. He's not looking for those that half-heartedly seek him. Those that maybe seek him on Sunday you know, or, or you know, once in a while, for maybe I see my blessing. No, I'm talking about a God-seeking Christian. People that, that are seeking God for answers and looking for it. He's there to answer you tonight, praise God. Hear me tonight. He's there to, he's there to meet your requests. I like this one in Psalms chapter 50, verse 15. I want you to turn there, praise God. Chapter 50, verse 15. Of Psalms. One thing I've been learning the last few weeks since I became a pastor of this fellowship is that I got to trust God. And I'm going to share something with you. And it's, it's, this ministry is not about me. I said it before, I'm only the messenger. I'm not the messenger. And I had to learn to have confidence, my Lord, in what Jesus says. Because I want to be what God wants me to be. But this church don't exist because of me or you or anybody else. It exists because of Jesus. 
It has to be founded upon his word and the power of the Holy Spirit and in prayer. I want more than anything to have a church that prays. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I've been coming to some things in my own life and as a, as a minister, and, and, and I started seeing, God, I, I have to trust you. This is not about anything else but faith in Christ. It's built upon the blood of Jesus. It's built upon the foundations of the cross. It has to be built on the power of the Holy Spirit. Anything we do, whether in ministry or in our personal lives, if these things are not applied in our life, we're going to come up short every time. If Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, what makes we think we don't need it? Come on. If he told his apostles to wait, you've endured from power on high, they needed the Holy Spirit. What makes you think we don't? I'm going to be honest with you, brothers and sisters. Fine words won't do it. Fancy preaching won't do it. It's going to take the power of the Holy Spirit in truth, in prayer, and asking the Lord to move. I'm, here, I'm really encouraged in the last few weeks here. I, I have been. I thank God for it. I'm not discouraged because we don't have a lot of people tonight. Really, I'm not. There's a few people missing, but you know what? I'm, I'm encouraged. I really am. I'm, I'm really encouraged of what I've seen God do. I was walking around here the other day, me and Sister Janice, and I said, Lord, we need your Holy Spirit. And I felt the presence of God come down in this building. And I said, man, what an experience. And I made my mind up that it's going to be through seeking his face and walking in the Holy Ghost and the presence of God, knowing that he's able to do what he said. Come on, somebody. Know that he's able to move and change lives. I've asked the Lord to send the Holy Ghost down potage and deal with hearts. Deal with them. Shake the trees. <laughs> Wake up, people. Let them know that they're dying without Jesus. There's a time to, well, listen, to play church, but there's a time to have church. Come on, somebody. There's a time for people to get serious with God, and I'm not talking about necessarily this building. I'm talking about our lives. Let me tell you something. There's times I'm by myself. I have church with God. <laughs> listen. I tell you what, he, he's, he, I was in my dump truck. Uh, I told Jansen, and I preached on the message, on the, it takes the blood, the blood of Jesus. And the Lord spoke to me and said, son, that's what I want you to preach. I want you to preach. I am the way. The blood is the way. The cross is the way. There is no other way. There's no way to look for any other way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the way. And my faith has to be placed in that, in prayer, and seeking him for, for, for that way. I made my mind up. I'm not, I'm not trusting in anything but Jesus. I don't care what comes around. If it ain't based on his word, it's not God. If it's not based on his spirit, it's not God. And I want to know. That's why I'm seeking him right now. I'm trying to seek him for that. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know what God wants. I want to know what God needs. I want to know what God expects us to do. 
And, I, and I, I'm, I, it's not because I'm more spiritual than anybody else. That's just the place I am right now. I want to know. And the only way I'm going to know if I, I seek him. The only way I know, I'm going to know if, if I go to him and, on my knees and, and, and seek his face and get an answer. And listen to this in verse, chapter 50, verse 15 of Psalms. And call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver you. And you shall glorify who? Me. Call upon me in the day of trouble, and I'll deliver you. And you shall do what? Glorify me. Glorify me. When God delivers you, glorify Jesus. When you get that healing, glorify Jesus. When you get that prayer request for financial blessing, glorify Jesus. When you see that lost loved one saved, glorify Jesus. But you have to call upon him. I think they got, we got too many wishing Christians in, this, in the church world today. I wish God would do that. I wish God would do what he used to do. Well, why don't you seek him? Well, I just wish. I ain't got time to seek him. <laughs> Wishing is, is more easy. No. You're not going to see anything till we seek him. Amen? Isaiah 55. You don't have to turn to verse 6. Seek the Lord while he, is, he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Let me tell you something. God is moving. I, I felt it the last few weeks. God is moving. So we need to seek him while he can be found. We need to seek him while he can be found. I said we need to seek him while he, be, while he can be found. And while he is near. He's wanting to bless you tonight. Amen. He's wanting to touch your life. He's wanting to make you what you need to be as a believer. To walk strong, boldly entered into the throne room of God, boldly entered into the Holy of Holies, boldly get into the presence of the, of the Lord. But, but I've been coming up kind of short. Join the club. There's times we go through these dry spells where we, we see God's a million miles off, but we never sit in it and ask Him why. You remember the old television sets that you stuff to adjust with the knobs? You remember those little things? <laughs> you know, you, 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 you turn, you, 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 you try, man. You got, you got a figure. You, you can see a, a person, but you don't have a clear picture. And that's what kind of what our faith is like. We know that God is real. We see him, but we can't get a clear picture of him. We need to get some new antennas, praise God. We need to get some, some HD antennas or something, something to get that picture in clear, praise God, because if we don't, we'll never enjoy the movie or whatever we watch it. It's like them old tumble when he's going through the, those old western towns. You ever seen them? They're going through there. Hey, they got a bank. It's empty. They got, a, they got saloons. They got hotels. They got it all empty. But there's no life in there. I'm going to tell you right now, brothers. Just, my, my, my fate was like that tumbling weed a lot of times. You know what I'm saying? Just rolling through the old western city. You know why? Because I got my mind on something else. I only wanted God when I wanted Him. Uh, listen, I only wanted the Lord when I needed Him. But when everything was good and my pocket was full of money and everything was fine, we'd never call upon Him. You know? That's, that's where most of us are as Christians. Come on, we, we're only seeking Him in a time of trouble. When He delivers us, 
we go right back to what we were. Well, my, my bank is full again. My, my money's full. My, my health is good. My children are, are good. My wife's good. And now, now all I got to do is just play along with everyone else. I'm going to tell you, that, that, is, that is sin, man. God's not looking for those. He wants us to seek Him. He loves you. He died on that cross for you. He's watching over you, but He wants you to draw near Him to Him. Call upon Him in a time of trouble. Seek Him in a time of trouble. Listen, it's time for us to wake up because if we don't do that, we're going to miss out so much in these last days on the, on, on, on the presence of God, the power of God in our life. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Somebody say that. Seek the Lord while He may be found. Call upon him while he is near. This morning, I, I knew I had to preach tonight, so I, on, Thursday, on Wednesday night, what I do is I get about 3 o'clock in the morning. And I put the coffee pot on, and I got my, by my, on my table, and I'm, uh, and I'm writing, writing this all down. I'm writing every scripture by hand. I don't know why. I, I said, well, why don't go buy me one of those tablets and just put it all out there. But you know when you write it by hand, you see it a lot clearer. You know, it's easy to print up the, the, the verses. Blah, 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 and everybody's just reading. Blah, 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 you know, and, but, you know, when you write it by hand, you can take time to see what you're writing. The old-fashioned way is always the best. Come on. First Chronicles chapter 16 and verse 11 says, Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face continually. Uh-oh. Sometimes? Just seek him on Wednesday or, or Thursday or Sundays? Seek him continually. That don't mean you walk around every minute of the day, but you can have an attitude of prayer. You know what I'm saying? You know when God's speaking to you. I'm, I, like I said, I, like I was driving my dump truck and I, and I was hearing God. I was just hearing the Lord. He was speaking to my heart. I just knew it was Him. I just knew that He was speaking. And I started, you know, trying to weep a little bit and crying. I said, God. I said, why? I just, I knew. I didn't, I didn't have to question whether it was God or not. I knew it. You know, you get that confidence. When you hear His voice, you can, you can, you can know it's the Lord. Said, you do what I told you to do. You preach one way, and you preach the blood. That's what he told me. And as long as I'm pastor here, I, I tell you, that's true. I told you all that night. I said, if the Lord wants me here till I die, <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to preach the gospel and preach Jesus. I made my mind up. I ain't interested in somebody else's philosophy. I'm not interested in what somebody thinks about somebody else. Maybe that other one might be worth praying to or pray to Mary or Buddha or, listen, I ain't got time for that stuff. I'm going to preach Jesus. If that's not good enough, well, that's just fine. You can, you got to answer the Lord for that. But I'm going to preach Jesus. We got to seek him continually. Seek his strength. Seek him continually. First uh, Chronicles again, sixteen ten says, "Glory ye in His holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord." Ha, I like that. Huh? And you know the Bible is very clear. If my people that are called by my name shall seek my face 
and turn from their wicked ways. I shall hear, hear from heaven and heal their land. Hallelujah. I shall hear from heaven and heal their land. It says this in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7. You can turn. Everybody knows the verse already. Though, but just turn. I just want to, let's read it with me. I don't need hands tonight, seriously, but how many have a great prayer life? A seeking prayer life. Uh, and you know what? I, I'm, not, I'm at the point where I got, I'm, uh, sometimes I'm sitting there and I'm just listening, okay, to the Lord. Sometimes it's like he's silent. How many feel like that? How many of that happens to you? That you feel like God is silent. And, you know, we're sitting there, and, you know, we can go on babbling to the Lord. Oh, Lord, do this and take care of this and blah, 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 blah. And it's almost like, you know, it's, it's, it's we blame the Catholic Church for repetition, but we do it. Bless us for no more. Uh, bless this and take care of that and uh, save that and save this one and this one and that one. Listen, there's nothing wrong with that stuff, okay? But if it's not in the spirit of prayer... You, you just, you, your prayers are not hitting this roof, passing this roof. There has to be a burden in prayer. And I'm, I'm, I don't want to get off into all that stuff. When you start praying, there has to be a burden. There has to be a, 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 a desire to pray. And you know what? Sometimes I don't have it. And I have to ask the Lord to forgive me. The Lord told me two years ago. He said, you give me a time and you give me a place. I'm going to tell you what, it changed my prayer life. Give me a time, a time. And ever since then, you can ask Sister Janice. I'm up at 4.30 in the morning. And sometimes I'll be honest with you, I, I'm lagging on and I have to... Re- but that, that, 4.30 in the morning, it's just like every 4.30, it's, since, that, since I made that, that vow to God. And I said, God, give me a, he said, give me a time and a place. The Lord told me, give me a time. Ever since I've done that, 4.30 every morning. Like, 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 it's, it's in my spirit. It's like, it's like it's a, a time clock. You know what I'm saying? It's like something going off. It's in 4.30 in the morning. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting up. Oh, Lord. I'm so tired, Lord. Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but when I get, get, on, get up and wash my face, take my vitamins, Get myself set up. I'm in my little corner, man. I'm, I'm, I'm between them two windows. Amen. I'm going to tell you something. Things happen. <laughs> but you know what? The whole, everybody else is asleep. The sister Janice is praying with me, but suddenly my, 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 my spirit is clicked on the Lord. It's clicked and seeking him at, at, that, at that time. And things happen, okay? Give God a time and give God a place. Me is between my two closets. On a chair. And I get up in the morning and I pray. And I'm, a bit, I'm not going to lie to you. Sometimes I, I, I wake up later than that. But I feel a tugging on my heart. Get up and pray, Lanny. Get up and pray. Come on, Lanny. But when I meet God in that time, in that place, I'm going to tell you, things happen. Things happen. I felt some powerful moves of God in that little corner. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you some powerful stuff. I can't get into all of it tonight, but one day I'm going to talk about it. I felt the presence of God one time. I was sitting in that little corner. I mean, you talk about scared of living daylights out of me. 
Because God's presence was there. I want to experience that. I want to experience the Lord. I want to experience His presence. I want to know that He's, he's, he's talking to me and fellowshipping with me. Acts, verse 7. Matthew 7, 7. Acts, and it will be given to you. That's Jesus saying that. Knock, no seek, and you shall find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. Acts, seek, and knock. Acts, seek, and knock. See, when you ask, you don't get the answer right away sometimes. You've got to seek him for it, and you've got to knock. Knock. Here I am, Lord. Knock. God, I ask you this through Christ. I'm continue seeking you for it. Keep on knocking. Keep on seeking. Keep on asking. People say, well, that's, not, that's repetitious prayer. No, it's not. It's a heart that's seeking after God. It's seeking an answer from the Lord. When you want something bad enough, you're going to seek. All right? You're going to knock. Come on. And you're going to ask. Somebody dear to you is dying. You're going to seek. And you're going to knock. And you're going to ask. When it, when it, when it touches you, <laughs> when it touches you deliberately, I mean, one-on-one, when it, when it affects you, and affects somebody you love, you're going you're gonna to knock and you're going to ask and you're going to seek. Hallelujah. Romans 8, verse 26 says, Likewise, the Spirit helpeth our infirmities or our weakness. And that's what that means. That word infirmity means weakness. The Spirit helpeth our weakness or our infirmities. Listen, the Spirit is there to strengthen us through our weakness. Paul said, when I am weak, then are you strong. Praying that the Spirit would strengthen us. Praying that the Spirit would, would lead us and, and, and bring us through anything that we're going through. But we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. Now, what does that mean? Sometimes we're just sitting there and we just we don't know. We just don't we don't know what to pray for. It, it, it says here that the Spirit Himself make it intercession for us. We're groaning, which cannot be uttered. And I don't know about you, but that's to me that's a broken and a contrite heart. You ever prayed and just that 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 that, that groaning inside of you, that agony, that pain, whatever it might have been, a broken heart, a weeping heart, a contrite spirit. It's called intense prayer. When you're really pressing through, when you're really seeking God, when you're really looking for an answer, when something is burdening you so much that you've you got to pray. You got to ask God. You can't run anymore. You got to go to the Lord. A contrite spirit means a feeling of remorse. You know what I'm saying? A feeling of, 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 of regret, guilt, so to speak. When a person gets remorseful and feels guilt, and he repents, and the broken, the spirit deals with him. His heart breaks. He, his heart cries out for mercy to the Lord. His heart is broken in a contrite or remorseful spirit. 
One that, 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 is, that is broken and, and, and brought low. That he can't. Listen, I've got a place. I can't get an answer from anybody but the Lord. So I've got I to gotta get before him and say, God, I can't get an answer, but it's got to be you. Man can't answer this, this, this problem I have. Man can't take care of this problem I have. I've got to go to you if I feel guilt and shame and I feel remorse. I've got to go to the Lord. That, that's a broken and a contrite spirit. Now, you can ignore it and say, ah, I ain't worried about that. But you know what? A true Christian is going to deal with that guilt. A true Christian is going to deal with that remorse. A true Christian is going to deal with that broken spirit. Hallelujah. Psalm 51.17 says, The sacrifice of God or a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O Lord, thou will not despise. God will not despise repentance. God will not despise brokenness. God will not despise remorse. And, you know, if guilt brings you to repentance and for your sins and your sh whatever you're going through, God's going to accept that. He's going to accept a broken and a contrite heart. Let me share something. I've sat, I've kneeled a lot of times right here. And you know, I, I just felt some brokenness. But you know, uh, the problem with this altar, there's no tears on this thing. <laughs> there's no, there's no, rem you know what I'm saying? There's, there's no brokenness. It's dry. People don't come up anymore. You know, I used to, when I first got saved, I'll tell you, every time somebody would have an altar call, I was gone. <laughs> I might have been saved 15 times. <laughs> but I was up there. I just, I just didn't want to offend God. I just wanted to be right with God, even though I was born again. I, I, you know, you have that, that guilt of the past life, which maybe sometime it was wrong for me to feel like that because God already forgiven me. But it's just that... I was so sensitive. Let me tell you something. Bro. I was so sensitive, I didn't even want to eat devil food cookies. That's how bad it was. Because <laughs> the devil's name was on. <laughs> and that was just me, you know. It just said I had a... And you know what? <laughs> we changed them to angel eggs, not devil eggs no more. But anyway, it was a sensitive spirit. It was, it's, I didn't want to... I didn't want nothing tied to the devil. It's true. <laughs> it just, that, that was a, that was a, I want that sensitive spirit. I, my, my heart was open. I wanted to, I wanted to please God. I wanted to make, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be right with God. I didn't want nothing that give credit to the devil. <laughs> I repented though, but I, I like devil food cookies though. I eat them. <laughs> the Lord delivered me. Hallelujah. He said, son. Whatever I said before, you just pray over it. <laughs> Call it what you want. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> let, me, uh, let me close with this one. We ain't going to be long tonight. Praise God. I, I, just, I just feel that what the Spirit wanted me to share tonight. Okay. The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken and a contrite a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite spirit. Okay? The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and save such as be of a contrite 
or remorseful or repentive spirit. That's the word I want to use. Amen. I want to challenge you tonight as we close to ask yourself, how is your prayer life? We talked about a few things since we've been back over here. But one thing is, what about our prayer life? How serious are we with seeking the Lord? Do you have something you want from God? And it might not be bad even. It might be a good thing you want. But are we willing to trust Him? Are we willing to seek Him? You know, we, sorry to see a lot of Christians, they're still caught up in this bedtime prayer. Lord, lay me down to sleep, pray my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, pray my soul not to take or something like that. I don't remember how it goes. <laughs> well, we're still stuck on the baby prayers. <laughs> Lord, rock my world. Change me. Challenge me. Strengthen me. Be my breath and my life. Be my strength and my hope. Give me the faith I need to walk with you. Do that every day. Because you cannot walk with Jesus without the Holy Spirit. You cannot walk with Jesus without faith. It won't happen. I'm going to say it again. I said it before. If I ask you tonight, if you believe God, you probably tell me yeah. Believe in God, but do you believe Him? Are you willing to test Him and try, try, try? Let Him try your heart. Are you willing to test where your faith's at tonight? Hallelujah.